listening to Ambitious AF, a podcast that will help you level up, find positivity, and put yourself on top right now and every day for the rest of your life. I'm your host, Caroline Lewis, and each week I will bring you a guest or thought that will motivate you to get out of bed every morning with the willingness to succeed. Being ambitious means you are proud of who you are and everything you've accomplished. Only you can make that happen, though. But with the help of this podcast, you will rise to the top. You will find success. You will believe in yourself and manifest happiness. And most importantly, you will become ambitious AF. I know you are eager to begin. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another Friday, which of course means interviews. Now, today I have someone very, very, very unique to this podcast in regards to interviewing because as we're gonna get into detail here soon, Stetson not only is an entrepreneur, but she also has a corporate-like job. So right now she manages, um, or I should say, she works with a real estate company in Charlotte, North Carolina, and then she also has her entrepreneurial journey, which is socially Stetson. So that's what we're really gonna get back into because today's interview is gonna be, like I said, really unique. It's not just the um i left corporate and started my own job so i'm not going to spoil anything (laughs) because i want her to share her own story so stetson thank you so much for being on the podcast i'm so excited to have you on here and just tell everyone your story caroline thank you so much for having me first let me say what a fan i am of the ambitious af podcast i love it i listen to it in the car you interview some of the most amazing guests, so I am so honored oh. to be one of your guests. I love that I get to see your face. I know they can't see your face right now. Yeah, yeah. I love that I get to see you right now. <laughs> um, yeah, so my story, we don't have two hours, so I'm going to try to pack it in <laughs> as tight as possible, but I've always grown up knowing that I want to be an entrepreneur. I will never forget at career day in like first grade. I was six or seven. And I told my mom I wanted to own my own gift shop, you know, at seven. And so I don't know why I said that, but that was just my dream. I had Mm -hmm. a name for it. I remember working on the branding and visualization as a kid. And so that was so (laughs) much fun. And so now that I'm an adult and I've learned more about my Enneagram, Enneagram seven, (laughs) I've learned more about being an entrepreneur and what that means. I love that um, God planted that vision in me at such a young age because Neither one of my parents were entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. growing up. Um, My mom worked the corporate life, and my dad was a a football coach. He was a head football coach. So I did get to see him kind of delegate and work in more of a way that I do now. Um, But I did grow up and, of course, got, you know, my job after college, like we all do. I actually loved that job. Mm -hmm. I worked for a woman named Sharon Decker. She is the CEO. She owns the... Try on Equestrian Center here in North Carolina, which is an internationally oh, yeah. known place where they hold like Olympic trial runs mm-hmm. for equestrian. And she, hands down, I am so fortunate that I met her because she was such an amazing mentor mm-hmm. slash boss to me mm-hmm. in that first job. She was definitely planted in my life for a reason. She is still such a good mentor for me. And she just kind of taught me what hard work and entrepreneurship looked like and plant made that seed grow even more that God had planted in me at such a Mm -hmm. young age. And so I had a couple of jobs in between. And I remember telling my parents I was quitting to open up my own gift shop. 
and mm-hmm. boutique and they were so scared and I was just like oh my goodness I'm doing this I'm, I'm going for it I moved to a small town that I had never lived in before because I thought it would be easier to open up a boutique in a small town than mm-hmm. it would <laughs> a big city and I did it with one of my best friends from college and we had such a great time and we learned a lot through that process I will say we did end up you know, fail. I guess in some people's eyes, failing, we had mm-hmm. to close that boutique down. Uh, the economy just took a turn. It was actually when Instagram came out, which is funny because full mm-hmm. circle, I teach Instagram now. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the time, I did not know Instagram and clothes were being sold on Instagram more than they were in the boutiques and mm-hmm. online. And we just did not know how to keep up with that. Um, I call it fast fashion. <laughs> people were, <laughs> people wanted the cheap, the fast and the mm-hmm. easy to get to and the trendy. And so people weren't coming in to buy a $200 dress like they they were before. Mm-hmm. And so we really just had to reshift and refocus. And my business partner and I had a conversation and we ended up kind of selling that boutique. And in a couple people's minds, they would think it was failure. But at the end of the day, I was 28 years old when we closed it down. And I was just thinking to myself, you know, I did it. At least mm-hmm. I did it. At seven years old, I wanted to open up a gift shop and boutique, and I just did it. And so I was super proud of myself instead of being deflated. But Mm -hmm. then I was like, okay, God, what next? What do you have in store for me next? I need another dream. I need another goal. What am I going to do now? And so I moved to Charlotte. Um, My grandmother lived here in Charlotte by herself. And so fortunate, I got to live with my grandmother for a year, which that could be another whole story in itself, but it just, she holds such a special place in my heart now, now that I got to live Mm -hmm. with her for a year in Charlotte and decide what I wanted to do. And funny, this is, you don't know this about me, but I'm going to tell you, (laughs) I could not find a job here in Charlotte, could not find a job. So I had already signed up for a network marketing company and I kind of worked that, you know, dabbling in it, but still wasn't really seeing much success from it. And so I started walking to shopping centers with a printed out resume and a suit, mm. going door to door, asking wow. people for jobs. Yeah. And this company called Paradise Travel, I actually ended up working for them seven years, but they were so busy, they couldn't talk to me that day. And they had an empty desk with a phone. And so I walked into their office and sat down and just started answering oh. the phone. Oh my gosh. I ended up getting hired by the end of the day and ended up working for them for seven years. But it was so funny. Um, My dad has done some casino travel, so I knew a little bit about the casino industry. And it was so funny to me. And I look back now, I'm like, gosh, girl, you were brave. Mm -hmm. But I tell people all the time, like, don't complain where you are. Just change it. Mm -hmm. You know, make make that decision to change it. And you just have to have that determination to make a change in your life. And I wanted to change being unemployed Mm -hmm. (laughs) and not having money. So I did that job for several years and learned so much about customer service and people. The average age demographic was about 75 and I got to host tours all across the country and travel and do all that fun stuff. And through that time, I actually grew that network marketing business and did that full time as well. So I was busy, you know, mm-hmm. what we call busy. And so then I left that casino job, did the network marketing full time, mm-hmm. went back to the casino job because I missed working in an office. Mm-hmm. So fast forward to this year and after the pandemic, 
I started working with a financial coach because even though I was able to pay my bills, I am not struggling for food, but I just, it's not where I wanted to be financially. Like I mm -hmm. wanted to grow. I knew I've always, I, let me rewind. I've known I've always wanted to grow financially, mm -hmm. to be able to travel. Mm -hmm. I, I missed the travel bug from the casino industry and I just want to be able to make those choices to take my nephews out to Disney trip or to go snowboarding. I know you like to snowboard. Mm -hmm. I love to snowboard. Yeah. So that would be something fun. Maybe we could do together. One oh yeah. Day. <laughs> but um, just to be able to take those trips and the activities that I want to do, the excursions are always the fun thing mm -hmm. for me. And I found this guy on Instagram. His name's um, Justin and we just connected kind of like you and I connected on Instagram, mm -hmm. but he had a one-on-one -on -one meeting with me and he said, Stetson, he goes, I know you're doing the casino thing. You're doing your network marketing thing. And he honestly told me, he was like, you're not making enough money either to really do the things that you want to do mm -hmm. to dream big. And he said, is this where you want to be 20 years from now? And I was like, no, sir, I do not. <laughs> And he said, what talents do you have? What knowledge do you have that you could even charge somebody $25? Who would pay you $25 for something that you know? Mm -hmm. And I started thinking about it. And I really, through the network marketing industry, a lot of those women and directors were reaching out to me to help them with Instagram and social media. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I did not consider myself an expert. I kind of do now. I do mm -hmm. consider myself an expert. And I never thought I would say that. But after you dive yourself into it and start teaching it and training it, you study it more. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I do now. I originally, through Justin, signed up to teach social media just to make like an extra $200 a month. Mm -hmm. And I now make anywhere in the thousands of dollars a month. Yeah. And that is just insane to me that I'm able to do that. And the cool part about this is I was able to land another job. I know you said, you know, I work for Boundary Real Estate here in Charlotte. One of us was some social media marketing. And it's so funny because before I had been applying for job after job after job with resumes for social media marketing, but because I had not had the experience in a corporate world, mm -hmm. was yeah. not getting anything. Yeah. But it wasn't until I actually took action and just started doing what I knew I could do. And I landed a job. So yes, I work for Boundary Real Estate, helping the agents now in an office, kind of like a nine to five, even though they're super flexible. Yeah. If anybody is a real estate agent, you know, <laughs> it's not nine to five. But, and then I have my socially stats in business on the side, which makes just as much money, which is great. Mm -hmm. And I love it because now I do have the option to travel <laughs> and to buy birthday gifts and stuff that before... I wasn't able to do. Mm -hmm. I love being able to go to my parents now and just say, I'll pick, I'll get dinner for you. I love that. Where before I was like, mom and dad, you're going to, you're going to pay, right? Yeah, yeah. You're going to pay. Yeah. <laughs> you got me still. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, that's, that's absolutely like insane how you've been able to like not even get into the marketing world, but you're now in the marketing world. Um, you definitely are an expert in, in Instagram, but now you're having people reach out to you from the corporate industry saying like, hey, I like what you're doing and I would love for you to help us grow, which is huge because you're right, the corporate industry, it's hard to get in the marketing realm unless you are some type of expert in it because there's like so many out there. So that's actually 
phenomenal that they're now reaching out to you. But I do, before we kind of talk about Socially Stetson, I want to kind of emphasize that, you know, a lot of people push like become an entrepreneur, live the freedom lifestyle, make passive income, all this kind of stuff. And some people start, I would say probably most people start working a nine to five or a corporate job, and then they have this side hustle. And all of a sudden they're realizing that, oh, well, my side hustle is now replacing my corporate income, so I should just go full time in this. And I think a lot of people feel pressured to, but you're coming to the table saying, I like to do both. I like working in like more of a corporate type of industry, but I also love being able to help everyone online through Instagram, as well as make great passive in income through Instagram and through Socially Stetson as well. So I'm just gonna keep tying the two together and like be completely like that's that's what I want to do where where some people they're like oh no well so and so pushed me to you know quit my job be an entrepreneur and sometimes they do that a little bit too soon in the journey because they haven't tested their brand or yes it could be making income and really good income but how long is that going to sustain you type of deal so they leave the corporate and then all of a sudden something potentially happens and then they're like oh my gosh crap <laughs> like what do i do now so it's just kind of reinforcing like you don't have to force yourself to be an entrepreneur and have your own business if you are super super passionate in it and you hate the corporate industry like hate it with a passion, do not want to do anything, then yes, right? Go after your entrepreneurial journey. But if you're doing something and you have a corporate job, network marketing on the side or a corporate job and a side hustle, and you're like, oh, this is actually really cool because I can double my income. I still have time to do stuff. Right. Then just stay right. with that. <laughs> yeah. And that's funny that you say that because that actually did happen to me where when I was doing my network marketing business, I became a director, which is the top 2%. Mm of the company and was working and my mentor, my national at the time had said, Stetson, you need to quit your job. Like that ah. you need to do this full time because huh. now that you're a director, this mm -hmm. is what's expected of you. And so I, I did everything she said. I was like, okay, I'm quitting my job. You know, <laughs> Hey, she was a millionaire. I was yeah, listening yeah. to her. <laughs> and so I did quit my job kind of like you said too soon because that industry changed a little mm -hmm. bit, but what happened is I realized really quick, I am a single woman. I am not married mm -hmm. and I've never had any children. And so to be a single woman, to quit a full-time job, to do that, to do that side hustle, it was not the same as this, if a mom had quit her job mm. to do it, because when you're a mom, that your mom is a job. Being mm -hmm. a mom is a job. I mean, it's your love too. Don't get me wrong, but all moms will say it's a job. Mm -hmm. And so I realized from like the, when everybody else was working nine to five, I was just twiddling my thumbs. Mm -hmm. I was like, I have nobody to work with. What am I going to do? And then after five, I could pick up business because everybody else, all my leads were getting off work. And so I think it really just depends on where you are in your life mm -hmm. and what you want. Because mm -hmm. for me, because I am single and have no kids, yeah, let me go ahead and make as much money as I can right now. Yeah. Let me have both jobs. And then, you know, hopefully when that day comes and I start a family, I'll have enough money to make choices mm -hmm. and I'll be able to see which direction I want to go. Oh my and gosh, I, yeah. I know it's good to think about the future, I know, but I always say, don't worry about tomorrow for today has enough worries in itself. 
And sometimes I think I find myself overstressing about the future mm-hmm. and what I'm going to do and where I'm going to be mm-hmm. and how I'm going to afford children. And I'm like, you know what? I don't even have children right now. Why am I stressing about that? And, you know, I think God wants us just to grow where we're planted and we can make those decisions, but it really just depends on where you are in your life. Yeah, absolutely. I, I am so glad you brought that up because, um, it, yeah, you're 100% right. And, and like any entrepreneurial journey or not, every single person is different. And, even if you think your idea is saturated in the market or you can't make it happen, I always tell people like you could have a very similar idea, but you are not the same person as that person who launches it. So your life and how you run your life and how you manage it and and how you you know figure out your finances or the jobs that you work or the businesses that you open, they're all going to be unique to you. So just focus on that. <laughs> don't don't get caught up in like who's doing what online. I know it's like hard to do that, but don't get caught up on that and just realize that like if this makes you happy, if this is what you're super passionate in, just keep going for it and don't don't get caught up with anything else. And I actually teach that in some of my social media trainings to compare mm. with the comparison trap because I hate the word. I hear mm-hmm. it every session. It's oversaturated. Mm. No, and it's funny because it's no matter what business, whether I'm working with health and fitness, mm-hmm. artist, network marketing, everybody says their niche is oversaturated. Mm. I'm like, yeah. that is a lie. And I tell people, I say, it's because you're only following people in your market or in your industry on mm-hmm. social media. Mm-hmm. It's because that's all you see. Yeah. I really tell people the unfollow rule. <laughs> unfollow all those people. Pick two to three people that are your mentors that mm-hmm. inspire you mm-hmm. or, or you like their creativeness, but you can't, if you, if that's all you see all day long, if I only followed other people that taught social media and Instagram, I'm <sighs> going to compare myself all day long and you just really have to unfollow people. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's not a bad thing absolutely. to do. I know, I know. And yeah, so yeah, so with that, let's kind of talk more a little bit on social, socially Stetson and like your online journey, because um, especially with Instagram, whether it's an ad or someone that we follow, everyone is constantly posting that like glorious life. <laughs> and now it's your job to be on Instagram all the time, learning, educating, teaching, inspiring, like the whole, whole shebang. So I guess when you first started, um, and I'm sure you've had imposter syndrome when you first started, but um, just looking at social media throughout the years and being able to manage that imposter syndrome, that idea of, oh, I'm going to scroll through. Oh, that looks so cool. Oh, maybe I should try this next. Oh, why are they like, how come they have that life and I don't have that life? So how do you kind of manage that now that you're, I mean, running Instagram all the time? (laughs) I know you don't kill me when I say this, because I don't feel like I struggle with imposter syndrome. Good. I really don't. I really don't. And this all goes back to in middle school, my middle school teacher wrote my mom a note and said, Stetson just does not care what anybody yeah. thinks. She strums the beat to her own drum. I was very odd and unique. I was nerd. And I knew people made fun of me, like for what I wore, how I acted. And I really just did not care. And so that has definitely carried on. I yeah. have learned working with people that that is not everybody's case. And mm-hmm. it shocked me how many people deal with it. I don't know why I have a shield up to it. 
I think just because I love who I am, I'm very confident, but I take, I do a lot of things mentally to love myself, Mm -hmm. to feel confident. I spend a lot of time in the Bible. I spend a lot of time with self affirmations. Mm -hmm. I spend a lot of time off of social media with people that I love that love me for not who I am on social media. And so I think unconsciously I do all those things and that's what I work with a lot of women to do too. Mm -hmm. And not just women, I work with a lot of men as well. So I apologize that I said that (laughs) to all the guys that I work with, but I, I've learned that that is something that we really have to deal with. And so it does come to that unfollow, but it comes to action Mm -hmm. more than anything. Mm -hmm. When you take, when you just go ahead and take action on what you want to do, even if it's uncomfortable and it's out of your comfort zone, you're either going to get good feedback or negative feedback, but guess what? It's feedback and you can move forward and you can learn from it. And so just like I said, when I closed that boutique down, I I realized I was a little prideful at the time. I didn't want to tell people that we weren't successful. Mm -hmm. And I really, that was the moment in my life when I was like, why do I care? I think everybody's just proud of me that I did it. Like most people can't say that they followed their dream. And so when I shifted my thoughts Mm -hmm. to the positive side of it, That's what helped change me as a person. But that is a muscle. You have to develop that just like exercising. You can't just get abs with one crunch. You you have to do them daily and you have to exercise daily. And your positive thoughts and that mind shift is a daily, like you have to catch it. Mm -hmm. When you start thinking negative and how can I switch this to a positive? You just have to. And oh my it's gosh. It's not easy, but the more you do it, the easier it becomes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for saying that. I preach that all the time, but now to have someone, I didn't even ask you to say that. Like we didn't even talk about that, but now having someone on here that totally gets that and just reiterates, yes, like you, I mean, success is in the eye of the beholder, right? So success is going to look different every single person. So just focus on yourself and with mindset, I mean, your success is definitely related to your mindset health. And just like anything, you have to practice it. You have to get up every day and still focus on your mindset. Even if you think you're on top of your game, you always have to focus on just happiness and positivity and doing the right things and being okay. If you fail, it's, it happens. It's lessons that we learn, like you were saying in the beginning, you know, like even though some may perceive you shutting down your store as a failure, it's not. Um, And I'm glad that you didn't really take it as that, right? Like it was a lesson and yeah, you totally succeeded in the beginning and you can't change the market. You can't change the online industry. You can only focus on yourself and what you're going to do next. Absolutely. Thank you for bringing that up. It's it's the only thing you can do and we can't, we can't sulk. For too long. Yeah. We can have, I like to run a little pity, pity parties with glasses of wine. Yeah. And tears sometimes. <laughs> it's totally fine. Absolutely. And watch, a good, watch a good rom-com with some wine, shed some tears. You'll feel better later. Absolutely. Because I do think, I do think emotions are important and we do need to not hide emotions. We mm-hmm. need to just be aware mm-hmm. of our emotions. Yeah. And sometimes it is okay to let it out. It is okay to feel frustrated. It's okay to feel defeated, but pick yourself back up. Yeah. Let's go. You're Absolutely. worth it. 
Absolutely. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you said all of that. This is an amazing episode. So, um, okay. So obviously you are in a very, very ambitious woman in general in, in every aspect of life. So for everyone listening here, which I'm sure they're, cause I always ask this question on my interview. So they're probably like, Ooh, I wonder what it means to her. So when it comes to ambition and having ambition, what does that really look like in your eyes? I can't wait to answer this question because I know because I'm a podcast fan. I knew you were going to ask yeah, me. Yeah. And so I really just kind of prayed about it and was like, you know, what does this mean to me? Because sometimes I feel like I'm not ambitious, Caroline. I feel like I'm sometimes kind of lazy, but I realized I'm not lazy. I just can be very content mm-hmm. with where I am, but I am ambitious to keep doing what's right. And my dad, as a football coach, when he coached teams, he coached winning teams and he coached some losing teams. And, you know, if you start losing every game as a football player, you still have to finish out the rest of the season. Mm -hmm. You can't just say, oh, well, we're not good this year. We're not going to finish, you know. And even if you're really good and you're winning, you still have to pursue. And so my dad's verse for his team was Galatians 6-9, which says, do not grow weary in doing what's right. Mm -hmm. For sooner or later, you will reap the benefits. And to me, doing what's right, even when you don't want to, mm-hmm. even when it's hard, doing what you know will help you grow mm-hmm. and stay on your path and focus, that's ambitious. Mm-hmm. It is the little tedious daily habits mm-hmm. that other people don't see. Yeah. That people don't see. They see the live Instagrams. They listen to the podcast and they think, oh, that's so ambitious. But they don't see us staying up till 11 p.m. and waking mm-hmm. up at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. or or actually connecting with people face-to-face mm-hmm. to, to have those consultations. And they don't see the behind the scenes. And to me, that's ambition. When you get up out of bed every day and do what's right instead of what's easy. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes, that is that last sentence, doing what's right instead of what's easy. Because, man, it is so easy to just sit on the couch all day and mope around and feel sorry about yourself and not get anything done. (laughs) It is so easy to do that, but it is extremely hard to get yourself up and go make that glass of coffee or cup of coffee and go slay the day. I mean, it's, it's hard. You just have to put the energy into it. And anytime you have to put energy into something, it's always going to be 10 times harder than just being like, yeah, I'm good. (laughs) Yeah. But then you realize, (laughs) you know, like, oh, why isn't stuff happening? So thank you. That was an amazing response. So before we wrap up and before you tell everyone where they can find you online, um, I guess that final piece of advice for those who are either struggling to live their dream life or just need that motivation to stay ambitious, what do you give to everyone? Make a decision in three seconds. Mm. Just do it take action. Don't overthink anything. Mm. Any decision that you have to make, try to make it in three seconds. I actually learned that in my network marketing world and the mentor who taught me that, that was one of the most helpful pieces of advice Mm -hmm. that I received. And it's like, when you have to make a decision, make it in three seconds or less, just go for it. Wow. And take action. I love that. And your life will change and you will get to where you want to be a lot faster than if you think about it for three days. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. I love that. I'm going to start using that three second rule. I, um, I consider myself ambitious, but that's, I mean, that's pretty awesome. Three seconds 
do it or don't, but just make that decision. I love that. Thank you. All right. So everyone online listening to this, where can they find you? Where they can they follow you, DM you, whatnot? Yes. So you can find me on Instagram at Stetson K Patton, S-T-E-T-S-O-N-K-P-A-T-T-O-N. I always tell people it's Stetson like the hat and Patton like the general. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, You can follow me on Instagram. My Facebook um, is new because I had to create a whole new one. Mm. So don't even look for me on Instagram, but (laughs) (laughs) or Facebook, Instagram is where you can find me right now. And yeah, all my links are in the bio. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. That was awesome episode. Um, I know everyone got so much value. So thank you so much for being on. I cannot wait to hear all the feedback and, um, Everyone listening, thank you for tuning in. Please reach out to Stetson if you have any questions or just let her know that you listened to this episode. And of course, if you could rate and review it, I know it's a good one, so I know you guys have good ratings, so we'd appreciate it. (laughs) All right, everyone, we're going to wrap up and uh, we'll talk to you later. See ya. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you got some value or just feel fired up, I would love for you to take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram stories. It's always so motivating to see you getting the inspiration you needed to level up for my podcast. I'm going to keep showing up and bringing my best self to these episodes, and I encourage you to do the same. If you think a friend or family member would enjoy this episode, I would love for you to share the ambition. I can't wait to chat next week, but until then, keep being ambitious AF.